This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey, everyone, and welcome. This is Felice Gerwitz with Vintage Homeschool Moms. This is episode 213, and you can find the show notes at VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Well, today I'm going to talk to you about the absolute best last-minute summer DIY tips. Uh, Got all that? Um, Because as I'm recording this, we are approaching uh, the end of July, beginning of August, and I know um, as a homeschool parent, I often started school um, mid to end of August. Sometimes I even uh, decided, even though I'm from Florida, Uh, now that I was going to adopt the up north after Labor Day date for school. And I did that one year in September. Um, But what ended up happening um, was that I decided that um, we like to take off time during the holidays. And so because of that, uh, having that late of a start date was not going to work for us. So do-it-yourself projects are really big around my home. And uh, if you want some uh, do-it-yourself tips, you can listen to some of my previous podcasts. Um, We even got very involved in my daughter's wedding when she got married. Um, We had all kinds of of things that we did that were absolutely gorgeous and really fun to do. And so I've got some last minute ideas um, as you approach the end of summer. Um, If you're listening to this some other time, uh, it's still things that are very uh, doable no matter what time of the year. So again, you can find the show notes at uh, VintageHomeschoolMoms.com and also a shout out uh, to our sponsor that is uh, Media Angels and the MediaAngelsMembership.com website. Uh, there you can find uh, some classes, a bunch of books and um, you know some really great bargains. Uh, the, the basic membership with all of the books that I've ever written Uh, starts as low as under $10. And of course, that's digital product. Um, So it is something that you can really benefit from as a homeschool mom. I know because I used my books um, as well, in fact, created uh, the unit studies and some of the books that I wrote basically uh, for my children, um, because I couldn't find specifically what I was looking for anywhere else. So again, um, you can find uh, that link on the show notes or just go to MediaAngelsMembership.com and we're going to hear a little bit more about that uh, product later on. So what are the last, uh, best last minute uh, summer tips? And the reason I'm calling this summer tips is because this is when you may have a block of time that isn't scheduled. Uh, Sometimes during the summer, Uh, We schedule eye appointments and dentist appointments and things like that. Um, But the regular um, classes and routines that we have going on during the year are not taking place yet. So uh, this may be a time when you as mom um, are 
you know, planning your school year, or it could be a time where you're getting antsy because, you know, the kids have run out of all of the fun things that they want to do. So I wanted to give you uh, some quick ideas uh, for gift giving or um, even thinking with an eye that the holidays are around the corner and just some, you know, great things that you can do um, for the family that you can start, you know, budgeting for now or start thinking about now. Um, So the first thing I'm going to do is break this down into uh, three categories. One is get organized. The second is gift making. And the third is the best uh, DIY ideas for families. And um, let's just start with getting organized. So as I, I approach this time of the year, I like to take a little bit of time to relax. Now for me, that means doing something creative, and um, it's something that I particularly enjoy doing. Uh, There's a lot of things now that are available uh, to us as parents, especially when you jump online and you can find all of these creative things. And, you know, most of them for me center around um, simplicity. Um, I don't like making a big mess when I'm doing crafts, so uh, that's part of it. And the other is, um, you know, an an idea of something that is practical that I can, um, you know, maybe keep or give away. So while for me, you know, doing crafts can be very relaxing, maybe for you they're not, you know. Uh, So this may not be something that you in particular want to do, but you might want to um, set up some things that your children can do. And I know when my grandchildren come over, they love when I have some ideas for uh, crafts that they can make. So they enjoy having an art project that they can do. Um, And then they can give it to their parents later on. And it was really cute because one year we decided we're going to get ahead of ourselves. And, you know, that always having that leftover uh, Christmas paper that we store all year and we were going to wrap some presents early on. Well, we ended up having to unwrap them because they didn't remember what we um, what they had made, even though I told them because I wrote myself a little note and stuck it underneath the packages. Um, What we had done, we had to unwrap them and then, you know, of course, wrap them again. So um, you may not want to wrap them if you're doing this with little ones because they do tend to forget um, or just put them out of sight, out of mind um, until you get closer to um, the holiday when they're going to be giving that gift. So Um, The first thing I want you to do is look around your house. I created a podcast on getting organized fast, and there's a link on my show notes on podcast 213. Um, And that one, uh, I talked about just quickly going through and decluttering because that's what I did. And as I sit in a very organized and clean house now, I'm really excited uh, because everything looks nice. And the big thing around here is keeping it nice. Um, is that we found a bunch of stuff that, for one, we were looking for, um, or number two, that we just got rid of. And a couple of things that I found that were really great was I found a bunch of old photo albums. And some of them are really, really nice. They have the acid-free paper. And I also found a ton of photos 
um, back in the day when, um, you know, we gave a lot to my parents who are both deceased now. So I inherited back a lot of pictures. Um, also my in-laws have been unloading some pictures for, to us that they just don't have room for. There's, you know, clutter or whatever, and they didn't make it into their photo album or they had doubles of. And so for Christmas, what I am going to do for each one of my children, because I had enough photo books, is I am going to be creating uh, photo albums for each one of them with some older pictures and some current pictures. And I'm excited about that because this was something that I had hoped to do as they were growing up. And I don't know about you, but my number one child has a memory book and no one else does. I mean, I have when he sat, when he walked, when he stood, when he talked, you know, and everybody else would look at that book and go, hey, mom, where's mine? Well, by the time it came to number five, uh, that thought was, you know, completely gone. There just wasn't time. So I'm excited about that because I think they will be excited as well. And I'm going to recruit some of the grandkids in, and it's going to be a fun project that we're going to do on an ongoing basis. And I can do this um, because, um, you know, I only have my youngest son underfoot, and, um, you know, everybody else is uh, doesn't come upstairs, let's just put it that way. So I, I have a little... Um, place where I can do that. So I'm excited about that. I also found some old frames that are really, um, you know, beautiful wood frames. So I'm going to be doing some refinishing. And for me, um, I, I was attempting to can at one point. Um, I still make homemade yogurt um, in small little mason jars, but I had all um, a case of the really big ones. And I have some other um, DIY um, project ideas um, for a podcast that you can search for on Vintage Homeschool Moms that use mason jars. But I was super excited because I found some mason jars. Uh, so these can be, um, you know, used in so many different ways. Um, for, you can use sand, you can use colored rice, uh, you can um, use them as um, flower jars, all kinds of things that you can do. So I'm not going to repeat some of those ideas because I already talked about it on another podcast. And um, and so that's one thing. And the other um, is I found some really strong, small little plastic bins. And I'm excited about that because I'm going to use some material and I'm going to um, cover some of them and paint some of them and use um, as storage. So um, I'm excited about that. The other is, um, you know, in getting organized and getting some stuff together is trash day. Um, my kids used to ride their bikes up and down the road to see what the neighbors were throwing away. And sometimes they came home with treasures. Now my kids drive their cars down the street um, and, and look for things. And I'm going to tell you a couple of the things that they have brought home. One was this awesome wrought iron and wood bench that my son refinished with new wood, and it looks great. And right now it sits at the front of my pond. It's one of those treasures he actually gave me um, as a Mother's Day gift. And he also um, did another project. There was a, a glass table where the glass was broken, and he worked for a glass company, and he refitted that. Uh, my other son used to work uh, for a thrift store part-time, and they brought home some beautiful solid wood 
uh, furniture that they could not resell. Sometimes when they bring things and deliver from a thrift store, they'll agree to pick up some um, things that the people are giving away and they have a huge dumpster in the back. Um, you might ask for permission uh, for a local thrift store that if you're allowed to look at what they're throwing away, you will be shocked and surprised because this gorgeous round uh, table sits in our downstairs office and I have a, um, a glass vase uh, that I used um, this metallic silver paper and I, I used, um, I put that in, um, okay, let me back up. So I have a glass bud vase and I used metallic tissue paper to wrap the stems of these um, white flowers that look real. And I, don't, I can't even tell you what kind of flowers they are. They're just kind of these big fluffy flowers and, you know, they have petals on them. And it is beautiful. And everyone who walks in always comments on how pretty that room lo looks, which is good because um, behind my husband's computer, there's a bulletin board where he tacks all kinds of papers. Uh, so sometimes when we have company, I have to quickly um, untack all those papers, put them in a pile, in a box behind his computer so it's hidden. He has a nice big computer screen. And then when everyone leaves, we retack it on the board so we don't lose them because they're important papers. You know, it, it, we do what we can do, right? So these are just some ideas um, that you can have about just where to get your stuff, to get organized, to get your stuff together, um, to have it at hand. Because otherwise, if you're ready to do a craft and you don't have the supplies and tools you need, it gets really, really frustrating, doesn't it? And so instead of being frustrated and not having that available, then you may uh, want to get your stuff together and get organized. Of course, it goes without saying that you should have things on hand like hot glue sticks. Um, when I use um, gl hot glue with the little kids, I actually use a cooler glue. Um, whoever invented that must have been a mommy. Uh, that was absolute genius. Um, I also use those glue dots because the little kids sometimes have trouble um, using some of the hot glue, and that works really well. Um, with the other ones, I will use things like um, glue sticks when they're gluing things, um, or I will do the hot glue. The other thing I found when we were cleaning up were some wreaths. Um, back in the day, I was really big on making all of these wreaths for different occasions. And so if you would like to do that, um, that's something that looks gorgeous, like on your front door. Um, and I may just do a podcast completely on um, creating amazing wreaths because as I think about that right now, not in my show notes as I'm sharing that with you, um, but the reason um, it comes to mind is um, I have a way that I do it that's really inexpensive and super fun. And I'm just going to share a little bit here because how can I throw that out there and not share it with you, right? So I would wait until there's a big sale at your local craft store. You can find it at a um, you know flea market or wherever. Um, if you're really handy and can make them, you know, you can make wreaths out of all kinds of different things. But I would look for an evergreen one. And I have two double doors or uh, double doors, which only one set of two doors. And so I need two wreaths and they're, they're um, large doors. So I have to have, you know, not the small little wreaths, like a medium. I don't like the large ones. They're too overpowering. So I got evergreens and then I would decorate them with different things. And that's what I'll share with you in more detail. But it was really fun because you can use plaques. I had a 
um, a fun set of plaques that I got for Thanksgiving one year. And I could just take the evergreen and loop it over the hanging part of the plaques. Uh, one said welcome and the other had, you know, some little wooden pilgrim people on it. And I think I got each one for a dollar each. But I could do um, different types of wraps on them. And it was really awesome because um, it just led to the, the festive festivity. Well, let's take a quick commercial break, and when we come back, I'm going to talk about gift-making and the best DIY ideas for families. We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. Felice Gerwitz here, and I want to share with you something that is dear to my heart, and that is saving you money. Can you use encouragement for your homeschool journey? Have you been searching for an online learning program designed to ground your family in a Christian worldview? Well, now you can at MediaAngelsMembership.com. Our affordable membership packages fit your budget and busy life. Now you can access customized membership packages for your homeschooling family from the extensive Media Angels Library of Books, classes, and Bible studies. You may select the ebook bundle, the creation bundle, the premium bundle, or the forever bundle. Each bundled set will save you vast amounts of money. Our packages begin at less than $10 and you can use it for the whole family. So go to MediaAngelsMembership.com for more information. That's MediaAngelsMembership.com. You'll be glad you did. Hey, everyone, and welcome. Thanks so much for listening. This is Vintage Homeschool Moms, episode 213. And I'm going to talk to you about some gift-making ideas. So uh, useful items um, are always, to me, the best gifts. Um, I love getting picture frames with the treasured memory. Um, hand-painted uh, something or other that match my decor. My kids are really good um, at looking around and you know, matching um, colors depending on what I have. I remember one year uh, my son purchased for me these hand-painted vases. And for the holidays, I love fresh flowers. And so I love to set the table with small little vases because if it's anything huge, um, it takes too much time to make. Um, I used to make these elaborate, you know, low-hanging, um, gorgeous table decorations, and now I just don't have as much time. But he found these that were, you know, painted, and they match the colors um, of my house, and I still love them. I have them to this day. And so, um, you know, be thinking useful ideas. That's one of the things. The second is... Um, you know, under the useful ideas is something that's like a tool holder. It can be something for kitchen utensils, pencils, or crayons, uh, something that you would want um, to have yourself. Whenever I think about gift giving, I think about it as, you know, something that I, I would want. Uh, floating shelves are all the rage. That's another great DIY. And it's also great if dad's around to help. Um, I mean, if you're a crafty mom and can handle it, go for it. Grandpa, even grandma, uh, not me, but some of my friends are really handy. Uh, so there are directions on how to make floating shelves. And again, I have that link on podcast 213 um, on vintage You can find it there. Uh, the other is mixes. Um, one year I gave away my homemade uh, cookie mix. And I know people um, have done them with chocolate chips. And if you do that, put the chocolate chips hanging 
outside of the mix because it doesn't work well um, putting them in the mix. And I've, I've received some chocolate chip recipes um, that are uh, really greasy because it's hard to mix it when you've got the chocolate chips in it. But anyway, I would make um, a homemade muffin mix, uh, cookie dough. Um, you can do it frozen or you can do it, you know, as a... Um, a flour mix, uh, a biscuit mix, and you can do use healthy alternatives. You can use organic ingredients. You can make them vegan or gluten-free. Uh, there's a ton of recipes out there for that. And now there are so many more available um, types of flours or grains even that you can use um, that are available at, at your local you know store. So that's great. Another favorite gift of mine that um, is... Uh, great for summer activities because you can do it outside are painted pots. So um, if you have hanging pots, um, you can uh, find those for, you know, really cheap. Um, People get rid of those all the time as well. Um, And they don't necessarily have to be clay pots because those are heavy. Um, But you could use something like that as well. And you can paint them. The kids love painting that kind of thing. And let me just give you a really quick tip when painting with kids. The best thing you can do is either keep your old sponges, you know, maybe soak them in some bleach, rinse them, you know, throw them in in the wash and then cut those up. Um, But you can use those with the children and have them blotch paint. What you do is you put the darker color first and just have them, you know, put the sponge in the paint and blotch it on and just kind of keep an an eye on them. And you can say, oh, maybe you should put a little bit more there, there, you know, just be... Uh, let them do it. I use wax paper underneath whatever the project is. Um, some people use newspaper. We don't get the newspaper, so that's why I buy these huge sheets of parchment paper. And then you take the lighter color and you layer it. You can use up to three colors. Anything more gets really um, you know, yucky. And then use complementary colors. So if you were using like a dark maroon for the base, uh, you can use um, a lighter pink, or if you want it to look purpley, use blue, you know, teach the kids the color wheel. You know me, I've got to always stick in a a teaching tip in there. And, you know, when it dries, then um, put some kind of inexpensive fern and give it as gift. Um, great, a great idea. Also, is recycled wood. Um, my son again made uh, some things out of recycled wood. My son, um, my one my younger son, I, I worry about him sometimes. He likes to collect different weapons, and so he made nunchucks and all kinds of you know things like that when he was growing up um, as a homeschool kid. And he still has some of them, and he hung them up in his room and his. Uh, big gift last year from two of his siblings was a samurai sword. And so he's had this sword and it's been sitting on his dresser. And this weekend he made the coolest looking rack for his sword. And he found some oak in the back uh, in one of our sheds and asked dad if he could use it. And he's using this and it looks fabulous. And he's also secretly making something out of the would for one of his siblings. And again, great summer project. Um, you know, they're not doing school full time right now and they can concentrate on this kind of thing. So it's great. Now for the best DIY ideas for families. Now this is, um, something that I love and it's, 
I, I don't know, hands down, I would rather get one of these than anything else. And that is gift cards. My favorite ideas revolve around hand rubs, neck rubs, car washes, and things like that. If my kids would give me, you know, 10 cards, or they sometimes would give me one per month, you know, so they'd, they'd create these really pretty cards and we just used in um, index paper, you know, they, those little index cards, and they would write down, you know, this entitles you to one free neck rub, and they would decorate it and sign their name. And I could, I could pull it out whenever I wanted it during the month. Uh, when the kids were younger um, and I had older and younger kids, sometimes my favorite gifts were, you know, I'll watch the baby for 30 minutes or, you know, uh, something like that. So that to me is number one, my favorite uh, gift. Number two is um, we would do calendars. So these involve um, paper and clothespins. So what I would do is I would... Um, take each child and put their name on a clothespin. And then I would um, create a job calendar and each one would get one. And this was perfect because they didn't have to ask me what their job was. Now, some families have a rotating basis and that kind of thing. And you can do it with the clothespins as well. So if you have things like you know, gather everyone's laundry or you have um, morning dishes, lunch dishes, dinner dishes, or if you have, um, you know, kitchen duty or bathrooms or however you have that scheduled, sometimes they would just take the, the clothespins and put them um, in some kind of order. And then the next day, you know, one person is in charge of moving all the clothespins down in a rotating order. Um, or you can, you, I mean, you can do so much with that. Um, and so that works out really well. My daughter does it and it helps her kids. And she uses, um, on, instead of like, I would print the paper out because my jobs change so much during the week, uh, depending on what you want your kids to do. She uses a, uh, laminated, uh, paper and sharp and not a Sharpie, um, washable, you know, marker. Uh, so she can just wipe it off and she uh, will label her her uh, activities that way. Um, if you know what your activities are, you can just laminate that sheet of paper and have the same activities all the time and you're done. Um, the same thing uh, with scheduling. So in my family, there are two out of uh, six of us now, there used to be seven of us, um, that love to be spontaneous, which you know, if I would say to the kids, hey, let's just go to the beach today, I'd have one person happy and the other five freaking out. So I don't know what your family's like, but to me, it's not worth all the aggravation. So for us, the best uh, DIY idea for our family was to have these schedules that everyone could give input on. So for example, if we were scheduling meals or vacations or a pizza night or, you know, even a list of last minute getaways or field trip ideas, I would let the children, you know, pitch in and help with these ideas. And then what we would do is we would create um, the cards or whatever it was that we were putting on. So we had once, which we still do, we have, it's a much smaller calendar now though, um, a calendar by, um, you know, it's, it's actually in the entry to our kitchen. It, 
face it's on one wall. And so that's where everything goes. So there's no surprises and things are planned out in our house a couple of months ahead of time because I have a daughter away at college, you know, when her flight home uh, for Thanksgiving has already been booked. So that's on the calendar. Um, Any upcoming, um, you know, uh, games that my son has or any kind of training that they have or, um, you know, something that we've planned as a family, a little getaway. I have an anniversary coming up. So these kinds of things go on the calendar and everyone can, you know, take part in that. And I know it's not quite a craft or something you can do. I mean, if you want to, um, you know, decorate your little card and put it on there. Some people have, you know, the, the erasable calendars where they can add new things. I like to use um, a flip calendar. And what I used for many years was the ones that you use as a desk, a desk blotter, you know, the big white ones that you can buy. Um, if you uh, wait to buy them, they are typically very inexpensive and sometimes you can get two-year ones. Um, and so they're huge and you can write on them and each month you can you know, tear off one. I also found a blank calendar that is awesome um, and that you can you know, label each month. And so what I would do is sit down in the summer and label all of the months. So it was done. And you know, because in the past when I didn't do that, it, it got way backed up. But I got a huge pad of the of these things one year. Um, and so it was great because I could have one upstairs for some of our school stuff and one downstairs for our chores and our running around. And it was wonderful. And, uh, and that way the kids know what's coming up. They know um, what little um, things are happening. And it's just, it's just a wonderful thing. Oh, another thing I wanted to mention um, as well, and this is something that we, we love to do as a family as well. And that is uh, for all of the events where I have a lot of family over, we have name cards, little place cards. And we have created them with templates that we use for all of the holidays. Uh, so for Easter and Thanksgiving and Christmas are probably the uh, the biggest times that I have a big group over here. And so we keep them year to year. Um, if they get really soiled, then I will replace them and, and do them again. Um, but it, it's really wonderful because I use like a cardboard, white cardboard stock paper, and I just print it out on the printer. And, um, and they come out wonderful, and the kids can cut them out. And when they were younger, we decorated them. And it was, it was just a nice touch uh, to be able to have that. Uh, one time when it was a, um, my mother and father-in-law's 60th wedding anniversary and kind of a big family reunion, um, what I did was I found really inexpensive coffee mugs and I um, you know, knew everyone who was coming and they were all family members. And I tried to find uh, little mugs and, and I did this way ahead of time that were a couple of dollars each, but also that had some kind of uh, thought that was something that was um, you know, specific to the person. And I also um, made each of them a little flower centerpiece. So I put in some of that wet foam in the middle and then the kids helped me um, you know, decorate with flowers. And then that was the centerpieces, but also something they could take home. So that's also something you can think of, you know, either under gift making um, or something like that, that if you have, you know, 
you know, family coming to dinner, uh, the kids can make something like that or help you make something that is memorable and that your guests can take home. And, you know, all of these things don't take a whole lot of time. Like I said earlier, you know, the simpler it is, the more practical it is, the happier it makes me, especially uh, since I have spent the last three months de-junking my house. Um, and it has been a, you know, ongoing um, ordeal uh, that I started last year. Um, but, you know, my dad uh, died in March and I was shocked at how much um, he lived with us, at how much was in the one room. Okay. It was a very large room, but the one room that he was in, he had a bedroom, a bathroom and a, a sitting area. And we just kept finding things that, you know, when you find something and you have something, it needs a home or you need to gift, re-gift it. Or it's, you know, going to be a a cherished treasure for someone to keep as a memory of that person. But it really spurred me on um, to be thinking about uh, looking around the house and seeing, you know, how many places I had photos tacked up on a bulletin board or, you know, taped to the back of another frame or or something like that. And I found these great inexpensive frames um, that have a black rim. And you can pop out the back and you can layer the pictures without any tape or anything, although that does help uh, because sometimes they slide. And then just make a collage. You don't really even have to cut them into fancy shapes. That's great if you do that kind of thing. And I did that in a couple of different rooms and it looks gorgeous. So, you know, again, continuity through the rooms of the house, um, having an idea of, you know, of getting organized gift making or um, having ideas that the whole family can participate in and then you can get planning and you can see how I snuck in some homeschool topics, you know, tips and, uh, you know, some art tips and and some planning tips into this podcast. But all of it uh, works together to free up your time. And it's like, you know, you need to Uh, Think smart one time and then just implement, and it really is a time saver. Well, thanks, everyone, for listening. This is Podcast 213. You can find the show notes at VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Take care, everyone. God bless. And one last thing, almost forgot. I want to give a shout out to another uh, podcast network, the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network.com. I have several podcasts over there. Uh, one is a few minutes with God.com. I even invite your kids to listen to that. It's about spending time in prayer with the Lord. And the other is writing and podcasting advice.com, a place to go to find out if maybe you should be podcasting or writing. I want to encourage all of you, um, you know, that I'm not the only one who's who can do this. I'm sure there's people out there who are way more talented um, than I am. And uh, the difference is I'm doing it. So uh, if you've got an idea, you know, it's a, a great, a great podcast to listen to. So everyone, take care, God bless, and talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and TheVintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.